the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Today is a continuation of a nine-part series on Messiah. First, we talked about his purpose, then last week we talked about what we believe uh, about Yeshua. This week, we will talk about how to become more like him. So stay tuned. Let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we love you and praise you and honor you and worship you. And Lord, we seek to be more like Messiah, so let this time that we spend together really motivate us and direct us on how to accomplish that. We give you all our love, our praise, and and we worship you, and we magnify you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. So, I just want to make a couple announcements before we begin. You know, uh, we'd love for you to consider a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. If you can, call Karen, 813-831-5673, or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. I really appreciate your prayerful and financial involvement. and. Also, we'd love for you to come visit. We are open. <laughs> um, our Friday nights and Saturday services, you can check on our website as to what the, the locations and the times. And so the, if you go to shoreshtavid.org, you will find out all that. And bring some Jewish friends who don't know Yeshua yet. That would be fantastic. So today... We're going to divide our topic into two, and I almost feel like I have to divide it into five, but I'm not going to do that, <laughs> into two teachings. Uh, we're going to talk about devotion, and uh, through our devotion to God's Word, prayer, and worship, we become more like Yeshua. And next week, we'll look at our behavior. 
So let me start by saying this. Values are important beliefs that are the foundations of our behaviors and actions, which we seek to live out and hand down to the next generation. So our values should come from our understanding of Scripture. And we are usually passionate about our faith and our values. So before we get into this discussion, let me present an overriding idea to you in order that all our behavior and devotion to the Lord will be God-centered. And here it is. I, I love these thoughts. We need to have unity in our statement of faith. We should give grace to all as we apply our values and we should love at all times. You can't go wrong if you have these three things in mind. Okay, so here we go. The key to becoming more like Messiah, I believe, is rooted in our devotional life. This is where we get the understanding of Yeshua's heart, his desires for us, and we also get the power to accomplish this. So we're going to look at three areas today that make up our devotional life, the Word of God, prayer, and worship. Now, the Word of God relates directly, obviously, to Yeshua. If we're going to be more like Him, we have to know who He is. And in John 1.1, 1, 1, uh, in the beginning was the Word, right? And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning, and you can read the rest of that. And then in John 1.14 it says, And the Word became flesh and tabernacled among us. We looked upon His glory, the glory of the One and only from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so the Word of God is particularly important and critical in our devotional life. If we're going to be more like Yeshua, right? Okay. And uh, let me just mention that the Word of God, um, it, the, the things that we do with that Word, well, we read, right? We study. We meditate on it. We pray. We memorize, and then we apply it. And as we daily involve ourselves with the Word of God, we are involving ourselves with Yeshua. When we pray God's Word, we are developing the heart of Messiah. We are really seeking to be transformed by the power of His Word. So I'm going to start and just mention pray God's word prayer uh, because th this is such a, a key thing for me and many of you who have heard me speak before you know what scripture I'm going to go to when we talk about praying God's word it's Isaiah 61 and uh, we'll just look at one, verses 1 and 2 right now because they were read by Yeshua in the book of Luke chapter 4 and verse uh, then in, after he read those, in verse 20, we read, He closed the scroll. By the way, he was reading the Haftorah portion for the week. Haftorah is, is uh, outside the Torah, outside the five books, but uh, part of the writings. 
and and so there's a portion done every week in synagogue. He read that, and so he closed the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue were focused on him. Then he began to tell them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your ears. Now, look, becoming more like Yeshua and using his word, this must be important to get into our spirit, what he had said. And so as we look at this, it said the Ruach of Adonai Elohim, the spirit of the Lord God, is on me because Adonai has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, and to proclaim the years of Adonai's favor. And then it continues to further explain in that scripture of Isaiah, the day of God's vengeance to comfort all who mourn and so on and then it talks about becoming like the oaks of righteousness the planting of God that he may be glorified and uh, so in this scripture we see our purpose in in Yeshua's purpose this was Yeshua's purpose he was going to reconcile you know us to the Lord and reconcile us to each other and so we have our purpose and secondly we see his compassion for everyone especially the physical and emotionally poor and then third the results of our effort as we work with the Lord we see restoration of what was desolate we see God receiving the glory so as we pray these verses and get them into our heart, we become more like Yeshua. We are transformed by his word. Now, another scripture that I love to pray, and there are many, is Philippians 4, 4 through 8, which talks about rejoicing in the Lord, and again I will say rejoice the Lord is near and so on and you know that scripture hopefully too and and what this scripture is talking about is not only rejoice in the Lord it says to be gentle to everyone know that God is near trust in God do not be anxious pray with thanksgiving expect God's peace and whatever comes into my mind it should have virtue and it should be worthy of praise and those things are what I should think about what I should dwell on so if I could accomplish that much I would certainly be more like Yeshua and that's why it's valuable to pray these words into our spirits so that the power of these words will transform us you know the Word of God enlightens us um, and and I have all these scriptures and and I we won't have time to read them but there's let me just share with you um, the Word of God enlightens us it convicts us it washes and transforms us and when I think of that one, I just want to give you one verse for um, John 15, 3 and 4. Um, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. 
Abide in me, and I will abide in you. The branch cannot itself produce fruit unless it abides in the vine. Likewise, you cannot produce fruit unless you abide in me. And But that first part is we're clean because of the word that God has spoken into our heart. any rate, so it washes and transforms us, the word of God. And then it also gives us the right viewpoint on so many issues. For instance, it gives us the right viewpoint about who God is and, and all about God. It gives us the right viewpoint of who we are in God, right? It gives us the right viewpoint of the world we live in and and how God relates to the world. And it just as an example, in 1 Corinthians 1, 18, uh, it says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. You know, the world, right? So it gives us also the right view as a believer, what we should be looking like, what we should hold on to. As an example, Philippians 1, 6, I'm sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Messiah Yeshua. Or Philippians 4:13, I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. But there are so many scriptures that we could talk about. It also, God's Word, gives us the right view of the power of God's Word. I mean, even Psalm 119 says, how can a young man keep his way pure? Well, we know that requires power, right? But then it goes on to say, by guarding it according to your word, with my whole heart have I sought you. Let me not stray from your mitzvot. I have treasured your word in my heart so I might not sin against you. And that's the power of God's Word. Now, God's Word also encourages us. As an example, Proverbs 30, verse 5, every word of God is purified. He's a shield to those who take refuge in Him. And there are many other scriptures concerning that. We also see that God's Word instructs us. Uh, and we certainly know the scripture from Second uh, Timothy uh, 3, where it says scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching and for reproof and for restoration and for training in righteousness so that the person belonging to God may be capable, fully equipped for every good deed. God's word also is used to defend. I think of Yeshua when he was speaking to uh, Hasatan, and, um, you know, he used God's word, the word of God, to defend his position, to defend what was right. Um, also, God's word perfects, um, right? <laughs> so, it, as an example, Colossians 1, 28 and 29, we proclaim him warning and teaching everyone in all wisdom so that we may present every person complete in Messiah. To this end, I, am, I labor, striving with all his strength, which is powerfully at work in me. 
So we, we see these things about the Word of God, and this is part of our devotional life to have God's Word in us in a tremendous way. And I, I'd like to close this portion of it with Colossians 3.16, because it's so direct. It says, Let the Word of Messiah dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another with all wisdom in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with gratitude in your hearts to God. I mean, that scripture just talks all about a devotional life with God. And when we have a strong devotional life with God, we are going to be more like Yeshua, right? Our second major area that I wanted to mention was prayer. We have to be able to pray. And and so in our quiet time, we part of our prayer time is pr- uh, praise and repent and forgive and rebuke the enemy and listen for God's voice with expectation and prayer for ourselves and pray for others, intercede and pray in your God-given prayer language when you don't know how to pray and, and giving thanks. And we do this, hopefully, I I believe we should do this each morning, but if you're an evening person, that's fine too. We have to find a quiet place, and we have to do it every day. This is part of our devotion to the Lord. And we pray for all sorts of things, and, and, you know, I won't go over that now. We could spend more time as we talk about prayer. But, you know, Yeshua taught on prayer in many places, like Matthew 6, as an example, or Luke 18. And uh, we see Yeshua prayed himself often, and uh, probably one of the best examples is John 17, but also for, uh, Matthew 14:23. And Yeshua said that his temple, the temple, should be a house of prayer. Well, if we are now his temple, then we should be praying continuously, because his temple should be a house of prayer, Matthew 21, uh, 13. And, uh, you know, when I think of prayer, I think of First John 5, 14, well, I think of a lot of things, but First John 5, 14 and 15, now this is the confidence we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the request we have asked from him. And so, the, oh my, I have such a long list of scriptures having to do with prayer, but I want to leave some time for worship because worship is very important as well. And that's the third part of our devotions in how to get closer and be more like Yeshua the Messiah. Worship is how we express our love and respect for God, praising Him and thanking Him, both publicly, privately, all of that is worship. And, uh, we see in uh, Jonah 1.9, uh, he said to the people on the boat, he said, I am a Hebrew, and I fear Adonai, uh, God of the heavens, who made the sea and the dry land. And, and I think even this declaration is, uh, is a worship to the Lord. We certainly see in Romans 12.1 and 2, I urge you, therefore, brothers and sisters, 
by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your spiritual service. This is all worship. Look, often we look at worship as music and songs. Um, Psalm 95 talks about that. We can worship with a joyful shout. <laughs> and Psalm 63.5 talks about lifting up our hands in worship. And Psalm 149.3 says, uh, let them praise his name with dancing. Wow. And, and tambourine and harp, so with musical instruments as well. We can bow in worship, as Genesis 24:48, uh, the servant of Abraham did when he was thanking the Lord. He said, I bowed down and worshipped Adonai and blessed Adonai, the God of my master Abraham, who guided me on the true way to the daughter of my master's brother for his son. So, uh, there, this is, we, we have to worship God. That is part of our devotion. Probably a great example in Scripture of the worship, and, and I'll just read the first two verses, is Psalm 103. Bless Adonai, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless Adonai, O my soul. So when I think of worship, I, I think of that verse. But I also think of the verses in Revelation. There's so many. But uh, chapter 5, 11 through 14, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and the elders. Their numbers were myriads of myriads and thousands and thousands. They were chanting with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and everything in them responding to the one seated on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and power forever and ever. And the four living creatures kept saying, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Look, to be more like Yeshua, we have to do these three things. We, we have to have a devotional life filled with uh, God's Word, filled with prayer, and filled with worship. Now, to be more like Yeshua, we have to have the right attitude when we do those things. And the scripture that comes to mind that, that pushes me in this direction is Isaiah 66.2. It says, For my hand has made all these things, so all these things came to be, declares Adonai, but... On this one will I look, one humble and of contrite spirit who trembles at my word. So as we look at these three areas 
of God's Word and prayer and worship. We've got to have a humble spirit. We have to know our place and who is God. God is number one. And we have to see, we have to have a contrite spirit. And we have to tremble at his word. We have to take his word seriously. We have to really understand. Now, as we take God's word seriously, we are taking Yeshua seriously, and we become more like him. Well, this is all I really have time for today. I would just mention to you once again, I will keep this series going, but if you could give us a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, that would be such a blessing. And uh, Karen is at this phone number during the week, 813-831-5673. Please, uh, or go to heartofmessiah.org. That would be great. Also, please visit and... Uh, so, Lord, I pray right now in the name of Yeshua, I pray that the, that the, you be everybody's first priority, and may they grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this for our listening audience in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.